Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Happy Hamster Corner. I am your host, Holly, and happy Friday, everyone out there in the hamster community. I am so excited to be continuing this collaboration for you guys with Rachel from Stephen and Sophia Hamster. So thank you so, so much for being patient with me. And if you have not already listened to part one of this collaboration, go ahead and click on the episode number 42 and listen to part one before continuing with the rest of this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of this conversation. It is another long one just because we did talk for such a long period of time. I broke it into two parts. So this is the second half of that conversation and I hope you all enjoy and get something out of this podcast. So I'm gonna go ahead and finish up that collaboration for you guys. Yeah, I I think that I really liked, there's one channel I forgot to mention, I think it's Hammy Time, and she did a video about, and I think she called it like, don't think about your hamster like taming them, think about bonding. And I really liked that, that like, think about trying to create a relationship with them, whoever they are, and not as like, I want them to be in my hands, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I think, I think each of them have their own thing that they like, and you just have to figure that out, and then you know, be open to it. And it's more successful when you kind of like are a little bit more open to whatever type of bond (laughs) they might be interested in. (laughs) Yeah, no, I really, really like that. That's cool because you are creating that bond. You're not necessarily – because, yeah, when you think you're taming something, you're like taming a lion or like, (laughs) you know, some kind of wild animal. But yeah, in reality – you're just yeah. building a bond with them. Yeah. No, I really, yeah. really like that. Yeah. That's a cool way yeah. of getting it. Yeah. I feel like it implies like taming implies like a submission, whereas like bonding implies like a an equality of relationship, right? Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> but, yeah. And I think the other thing I found with robos too that I'll say is I feel like you do kind of have to take the first step. Like a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of things I found online, it's like, you know, let them come to you, let them... And there's some, like, I think there's some of that, like, you know, let them come up to your hand and sniff it, let them, you know, come up to your hand with a treat. But I also think, like, they're not going to say to themselves, I want to get to know this person, (laughs) you know, so I, I do feel like I kind of had to sometimes take the first step and say, all right, like, like, let's go in this cup, like, let's go sit in this playpen together. I know it's not going to be comfortable the first time. We're only going to do it for like a minute, and then I'll bring you home and I'll give you a treat. But that like, I feel like that took me a while to figure out that like, I have to kind of that like at first they're going to be nervous, but like as long as you do it gently and you're like, and you know, it's not long or stressful, but I think you do kind of more than like my dwarf hamsters are like, they just sort of arrived being like, Hey, what's up? Like, you want to hang out? My (laughs) robos, you know, (laughs) my robos are more like, I have to kind of tell them like, okay, it's, it's time for us to hang out now. (laughs) And um, 
and I, I think, you know, I feel like that's, that's really helped me get to the point I am with them where, you know, I can pet them and like, you know, feel like I know them <laughs> or I'm still getting to know them, but you know, better than it started. Yeah, no, I, I definitely can appreciate that for sure. And I think that's part of the reason too with robos of why people have such a hard time is because they can come off as intimidating Mm -hmm. (laughs) for that process for sure. Because I remember when I first got Petra, I was like, oh no, (laughs) why why did I get a robo? Like I'm going to have this hamster for two, three years and I'm not even going to be able to touch her. And so I was so like just scared and intimidated by, you know, how fast they are, how tiny they are, how just like quick and agile they are. And I hadn't had a hamster in like years too. So that Mm. was like another bird or like another hurdle to jump over. Totally. But Yeah. yeah, I do like how you said that. Just, you know, take the first step and sometimes you kind of have to be a little bit more aggressive about it yeah and take that initiative so yeah yeah I could definitely see that for sure yeah yeah Uh, yeah I think I feel like sometimes you see or uh like people will comment on my YouTube video like oh how do you tame your your robos and I I feel like that's kind of the best advice I can get give is like yeah to not think of it like taming and to and to also be open to you know um yeah, it's it can be scary, but I feel like if you set up a safe environment for your hands, I feel like I was scared the first time I took Stephen out of his cage, like because he's so fast and nervous, mm-hmm. and I was like, what if I ruin our relationship and he's just like scarred? By, like, oh my gosh! Know? Like, oh. like, but yeah, I mean, I got one of those giant nylon pop-up play pens, and that's been really helpful. It's like super helpful because Rebels can't get out of it, you know, so you don't have to worry about them escaping. I line it in blankets so they don't, you know, you don't have to worry about them getting hurt, like if they you know, fall and, you know, if they like tumble off your knee or something. But I feel like that has been, I feel like getting out of that hurdle, like being scared to take them out of their cage or, you know, it's so much about creating a safe environment where like both you and them feel safe. So you can like be confident and that they really respond to that confidence too, you know, that like gentle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like when you're nervous, they feel that they know. Mm -hmm. Definitely. No, that's a great way to put it too. And thank you so much for sharing all of this advice and wisdom too. Cause yeah, that's definitely helpful for somebody that, you know, might be going through that bonding or taming experience with their hamster. I mean, that applies for like any hamster and you're just building that bond and that relationship and you kind of have to be open to which I should have talked about this in my taming episode, but you have to be open to any type of relationship and bond Mm -hmm. that that hamster is willing to have with you. Yeah. And not be so scared. (laughs) Like you said, it's going to be a little bit nerve wracking the first couple times or so like that you do it. But yeah, just Mm -hmm. making sure that environment is safe for Mm -hmm. you and for them. Yeah. to avoid any extra stress or anything like that. But yeah, just also being open to the type of relationship that they're wanting to build with you. Yeah. Sometimes you yeah. got to push a little bit. Sometimes you got to take a step back. 
And yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a learning, it's a learning experience for sure. It totally is. Yeah. That's why they call it a journey. <laughs> <laughs> totally. We made full circle. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's been so good to chat with a, yeah. I feel like I so rarely, other than, you know, Instagram, it's nice to hear a voice. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. And that's, that's like why I, I love doing this. And I know like some people are just like, I can't talk on here. Like <laughs> I, I can't do that. Like, and it's okay. Like that's totally fine. I get it's not everybody's thing, but I personally mm-hmm. love to have a conversation because I feel like it's so much more personal like I get to know you better and Mm -hmm. the hamster community gets to know you better and your hamsters better based off of just this podcast episode you know and this conversation that you and I have had and it just I don't know frames it in a different way and that's why I like podcasts and why I started doing this because it's just it's so much more personal. Definitely. Yeah. Cause there's so much going on behind the scenes that you don't see. <laughs> I mean, I love pictures of cute hamsters, but it is nice to kind of get a little window into the world, <laughs> especially I would say as an adult hamster owner, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I feel like sometimes people are like, you have a hamster. <laughs> I'm like, I have four. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. So <sighs> it's great to like hear other adults they're good pets. They're great adult pets. Honestly, I would they say are. Like, this is, they're great like working people pets because yeah, like they're, they're not awake during the day. You don't have to like, they're, they're pretty, they can be easy to care for. Sometimes they're hard, but yeah. And even though medical expenses can of course be high, it's still, I mean, it's definitely cheaper than a dog or a cat. I, you know, I mean, when you compare, mm-hmm. you know, getting a dog neutered or spayed, you know, all these things, it's, it's definitely like a, a practical pet. And I think they can be really really rewarding. Like I really, I'm very glad I did it. (laughs) It took me years, but I'm very glad that I made the leap. Same. (laughs) I'm glad that you're part of this community too, and that you're willing to share your, your stories and your journey as well with everybody else, because, you know, I know there's people out there that don't do that. And so it's nice to learn and grow from other people as well. And that's part of being a part of this community and on this journey as well and making other people feel less <laughs> weird for being <laughs> an adult with hamsters because yeah. I cannot tell you how many times I have told people that I have a hamster and I do a hamster podcast and they look at me like I am a crazy person and I know but I'm like I don't need it. why do I like and then I feel embarrassed. And I'm like, why do I feel embarrassed? Like, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, People, this is a cool yeah. community and you guys are awesome. So, like, well, like, why do I feel that way? Yeah. So, Mm-mm. definitely yeah, bridging the yeah. gap on on that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And people are, like, so crazy about their dogs and cats, which I understand. But, you know, every animal matters. Exactly. <laughs> There's no hierarchy to me. So it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we have this inherent bias, but in our culture, but yeah, I, I appreciate all creatures. And I think that's, that's like what I, another reason, like I started the YouTube channel just to be like, Hey, you know, like hamsters have personalities and they're unique and they're all, you know, they're all worthy of care and time and energy and like 
buying them things that they need to be happy you know because we brought them into this situation so I feel like we're responsible you know like like it's not like they live naturally in you know southern California (laughs) so oh yeah definitely for sure yeah they are like they make so much more of a better pet for an adult than a child which is just so backwards like yeah when I figured this out in my adult life after I was like (laughs) looking into getting a hamster because I wanted a pet and yeah I'm like I'll get a hamster like they're perfect for my lifestyle right now like I'm working most of the time like I'm gone during the day I come back in the evening. I'm more of a night owl type person by yep. nature. So I stay up later. So it's like not that hard on my sleep schedule or anything like that. And you don't have to feel bad about leaving them. Or if yeah. you want to, you know, leave for a night or two or go somewhere, mm-hmm. you just have to have somebody come and like check them, make sure the water is okay and like the food's yeah. still good and like they're, yeah. they're good to go. And that's it. Like, they're very, very, very low maintenance compared to other pets. Like, not saying that they are a low maintenance pet because they're not. Mm -hmm. Like, they still require attention and care and money and resources. But compared to the attention and resources and money and all (laughs) of that that goes for a dog, they're on the lower spectrum of that for sure you know they're not yeah. at zero yeah <laughs> no living yeah. creatures are at zero <laughs> yeah but they are on the lower end especially yes if you live in a small space like a smaller space then you know that's a lot better for you as well totally yeah although I will say so. they are taking over my apartment <laughs> but I'm very happy for it <laughs> <laughs> they tend to do that <laughs> yeah I like hamster stuff everywhere. <laughs> Sometimes when I have people over, I'm like, just um, <laughs> just don't you know, look at it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, is that a? Do you have a dog? They're like, what is all this? I'm like, okay. <laughs> In a way, they almost take up more space than like a dog because I have so much like you know playpens and like they all have very big you know bin setups. But yeah, yeah. But like you said, it's like it's like less, but it's not nothing. It's still something and. It's definitely it's definitely more practical working persons persons animal. Hopefully, yeah, maybe we can recruit more more adults to the the hamster world. <laughs> I hope so, at least. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. it's so nice to talk to people out there in the community and I'm so happy that you reached out and was willing to come on the podcast with me and share some really awesome advice and care tips yeah Yeah, anytime it was so so great and thank you yeah for your your service to the hamster community (laughs) of course yeah (laughs) yeah all of all of this like makes it worth it for me like I I'm not gonna lie I have days where I don't want to do the podcast like Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it but then I think of like all the people that I had write in or people that Mm -hmm. listen to it or people that share it or you know, and it's so funny because sometimes the episodes that like I don't want to do the most, they have the most reward after I'm done, which is just so weird. Like I'll have posts of people like I'm not trying to brag or anything, but like I'll have <laughs> no. people repost it or like tag me in 
things on Instagram or like, oh, like go listen to this podcast. Have you listened to this podcast? Like, and I'll share it, you know, whenever I can. But, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I didn't even like 12 hours ago, I was like, oh gosh, I got to podcast. <laughs> and like, you know, especially during sometimes like a while back, a few months ago, I was working two jobs. So I was oh, doing, wow. I was working seven days a week. <laughs> then oh I had God. the podcast on top of that. And so yeah. some of those nights doing it, I was, yeah. it was a struggle for me, for sure. I'm sure. But the motivation to do it and the reward is amazing. So it's yeah. worth it to me to do it, even though I struggle with it sometimes. <laughs> like definitely struggle with it sometimes. I was talking to my mom during that time period and I was just like, I was talking to her on the phone and I was like, yeah, I just, I don't know, like I got to do the podcast or whatever. And she I was like, kind of just, you know, not really in the mood to do it. And she was like, mm-hmm. well, why don't you just, you know, just stop. Just, you don't have to Aww. do it or, you know. And I was just yeah. like, like, no, like I can't just stop doing it. <laughs> like I'm yeah. committed. Like I can't. You don't understand. And then I was like, okay, I got to snap out of it and just do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I feel like all things that are good take a little bit of struggle, right? I mean, like nothing mm-hmm. nothing good ever happens if it isn't like a little bit outside your comfort zone or like, you know, like a little bit outside of what you thought you could do. But yeah. that's, that's where the reward is. Yeah. So thank you for checking, checking through all that. Yeah, that's hard. I can, I can relate. It's been a crazy year. Oh yeah, <laughs> trying to keep everything together and all the hamster wheels washed and like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, do yours pee in the wheel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because it's so much. <laughs> that's and how Petra was too. It was like oh, really. Every couple of days, like it just. Oh my gosh, like I was yeah. just like, why? I just cleaned it. But yeah, Lincoln that's when, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, uh, it seems to be more common with my rope. I don't know though. I, I can't figure out rhyme or reason to it if it's like a robo thing or a, a just hit or miss. But yeah, I mean that's part of the reason I gave them all two wheels because I was just wa- I was like, well, at least they'll like if I don't have time to wash one, you know, or like get it dried and back, like they'll still have another wheel. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, that's a good logic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but then it just became like permanently part of their setup. But yeah, oh man, the amount of time I spend washing wheels. I wish I could figure out another way to, but you know, it just it is what it is. <laughs> it's what they do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Have you noticed a like? Do you so you have do you have two wheels in each one of their enclosures? I do. Yeah, because they all have basically. They all have a 200 quart bin and a 100 quart bin. And then I have this like fear that, I don't know, maybe for some reason they'll forget how to get back to the other bin or something. So I I have like a full, like they have a wheel and water and food on both sides, just like in case. So yeah, um, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So they all, they all have two. <laughs> Pretty insane. <laughs> No, I don't think that's insane that I definitely can relate with that statement. <laughs> I I can relate. I would guarantee would have the same thing going on if I had two enclosures put together like that. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, well, what, you know, well, yeah, what if they couldn't get back or like to, gets the tube or whatever gets clogged or, <laughs> you know, yeah. like they can't get back to the other bin. So I, I totally 
understand that for sure. And that's another thing that's like not really talked about that often yeah. is sorry, there's a point that just went over. <laughs> sorry, that just distracted me. Oh no, I lost my train of thought. Oh, was about wheels and tubes connecting and Oh, having- okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember now. Okay, okay. thank you. <laughs> but that's another thing that's not really talked about as well is like the anxiety that kind of comes with hamster care sometimes with mm-hmm. like worrying about your hamster and like worrying if they're okay and worrying if yeah. they have enough stuff and worrying if they don't have enough stuff or like yeah. you're just like you said you're like I have this anxiety that like they're gonna forget how to get back to the other side of the bin like yeah I remember constant like I always have that like worry about my hamster like all the time with Petra if I left for like a night or whatever to go stay at my boyfriend's or stay at my parents house or whatever my sister's like Mm -hmm. I would be be like I hope she's okay like is she gonna be like okay is her why like worrying about her and I'm like she's fine like (laughs) I don't have anything to worry about I checked her before I left like she's fine yeah and or like when I switched Linka over from the bin enclosure that I had to the detoff. Yeah. I was like, I had so much anxiety. <laughs> like, <laughs> is she going to get out? Is she like, yeah. okay in there? Is the glass going to break? Like yeah. just so much worry that comes along <sighs> with hamster care that like people don't talk about at all. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, that's why I don't use, um, use the detox just because I feel like it's so anxiety provoking. I think for smaller hamsters, especially because like, I think that robos might be able to squeeze. Like I've heard of them like squeezing out or squeezing between the little, the bars partitions and getting stuck. I I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I haven't heard of that, but yeah, I saw it on one of the the forums. And then I think, and I think there was, there was someone on Instagram also who's, whose robo got out of the detox. Cause I think you can, like, I think, like, maybe they can, like, they're so, I mean, they can get through, like, the smallest crack and, like, they can, like, push, I think they could, like, push the glass up and just squeeze out. I don't, I've never heard of a Syrian, well, I don't know. Syrians are good at, they're pretty good at skate artists, but, but Syrians I don't think they're, crafty. like, um, yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, I think, I think, like, like, when I've shared my setup on on YouTube, everyone's like, why don't you just get a detoff rather than connecting two bins? And I'm like, I thought about it. <laughs> I'm like, so nervous. <laughs> and yeah. the glass, and I live in California. What if there's an earthquake? Like, <laughs> oh my there's gosh, so many, yeah. like, yeah, things to worry about, especially because it's their whole world. I mean, they come out sometimes, but like, this is, this is their life, yeah. you know, is that set up. So it's, I feel like there's, the anxiety, like you're right, like you don't need to have it, but it's definitely like without it's it has some justification for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. And oh, that was refreshing to hear that. <laughs> Sometimes I thought like I was a little bit just over the top, <laughs> like worrying or like I constantly worry too because I moved. Linka was in my bedroom. 
Mm-hmm. And I moved her into, I converted one of my spare bedrooms into a office. Mm. And I put her enclosure in there just that like, cause I kind of wanted to make that so she would have more of her own space and, you know, just transition things. But for a while there, I was like really worried <laughs> about not having her in my bedroom yeah because I've always had Petra in my bedroom and I've always had Link in my bedroom until then and so you know I'd constantly be like peeking out like making sure she was okay like is she still awake is she not but it's definitely helped our bond as well just because she is a lot louder than Petra was which is surprising because Petra would run with stuff in her wheel I don't know how you slept through that (laughs) that's loud (laughs) I oddly got used to it like I don't know how else to describe it but Linka is so much louder than than Petra was I don't know yeah interesting but that was one of the reasons that I moved her over but also just to kind of transform my my living space yeah yeah I know I can I feel like there is some comfort in having them in your bedroom because like as I fall, like I've gotten really used to their little sounds as I fall asleep. I'm like, they're running. I can hear they're running, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And when they're not in there, you're like, I don't know. Are they running? Are they okay? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's very, the sounds can also be difficult, but I think you get, I've gotten used to them. They're almost like comforting to me now. Like I kind of like. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's definitely true too, because the sound of like the silent spinner even though it mm-hmm. says it's a silent spinner, it's not silent. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but the sound of it, yeah, like definitely was like started to become like comforting for me. And I remember the first night after Petra passed away that I slept in my room and it was so dead quiet and oh, yeah, it was not a good night. But yeah, yeah. like you start to get used to that sound of mm-hmm. them like just kind of scurrying around and that's one one really good thing about having them in your in your bedroom definitely so. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh it's nice though to transition it and have it the other way which is kind of cool too because having linka in a different space i kind of made the office like the podcasting area <laughs> and oh, like cool. work yeah. area and hamster area so i have like all of her stuff in the office so it's like my hamster room and office at the same time so that's kind of why I wanted to transform it as well just to because I just kind of had like all the hamster stuff just kind of shoved in one corner of my bedroom (laughs) yeah and I was like okay we can't keep doing this but I didn't have enough space in my room to like have her enclosure stuff separate from like my stuff so now this way it's just a lot more organized and it just breathes better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. I bet. Yeah, and if she wakes up during the day, then you're there. You know, I don't know if she does that, but um, some of my hamsters will be like, hey, you want to give me something to eat? <laughs> yeah, she does do that sometimes. Sometimes I worry I'm a little bit too loud for her. Mm. But yeah, it's it's nice to see her when she comes out during the day and give her a little treat and try to give yeah. her pet. <laughs> sometimes she'll <laughs> let me, sometimes she won't. Oh, <laughs> in but, time. Yeah. 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 It's it's just kind of that thing. I think I have a different bond with Linka than I did with Petra. And at first it was very, very hard for me to 
accept that it was mm-hmm. going to be a different bond because I kept wanting it to be how it mm-hmm. was with Petra and I was not going to have that with Linka. Like she was not going to allow that. Yeah. And once I came to terms and accepted that, it's been so much better. <laughs> Like, oh, good. So, yeah. and that's something I feel like people don't talk about either is that, you know, you don't want to compare or anything like that. But sometimes when you have like that really good bond with a hamster and it's just so amazing, and then you have another hamster and it's like you want that same thing that you had with your mm-hmm. other hamster, but you they're not the same hamster. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And so, it's just important to like take a step back and realize that like they're a different hamster. You can still have a bond with them. It's going to be different. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's going to be bad or like better or worse. It's just going to be different. And yeah, that's part of the hamster care journey. That's part of this experience. And you just got to accept and love that about this yeah. whole entire journey. And yeah. it's kind of like how you were saying some are like relationships to pets or like mm-hmm. animals versus people, you have different relationships in your life. So you kind of have to think of it as that way. Like, yeah, not that your relationship with like your, for instance, like your friends, like you have one really good friend or one that's like kind of like an acquaintance friend. It doesn't mean that like <laughs> that relationship is better or worse. It's just like sure. different. Yeah. 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 And I also think it takes time. Like, I mean, I, I think you, you've had some time with, with Link to get, to get to know her, but like, I feel like the thing that stuck out to me is like when I first got a hamster, like, I was like, how come it's been four weeks? Like, you know, <laughs> how come they won't take a treat from me yet? I think it just, I mean, each hamster is on its own trajectory and some of them are just like, they're here for it. And some of them, I mean, with Steven, it took maybe like eight months before I could touch him. <laughs> you know? wow. It's like a really long time, but now I can pet him sometimes, but it took, I mean, that's like half his life, you know, it took a long time of like just being patient and getting to know him to get to that level. And I feel like it's different for every hamster and it, you know, but I think patience is a big part of it too, that it's just like a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Yeah. And like the people I think get like down on themselves, like, oh, I don't have that. You know, it's like, well, it just, it takes time. People don't always like they don't show you the hamster on Instagram that isn't tame. <laughs> they don't show you how long it took. You know? Yeah. So I, yeah, don't don't beat yourself up about that. Like I think it's just a it's a long it's a long process. Yeah. For no. Candy. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that and that is part of the journey too. So you know that's kind of why I made that episode a little while back, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, about just opening up about how I was struggling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, please Linka and figuring out this new dynamic. And it was really, really rough for me for a while. And, you know, I'm just like, you're not alone (laughs) if you're struggling with this. Like, I'm struggling with it too. So don't, you know, yeah, don't beat yourself up. Don't bury your head in the sand. It's like, it's okay. Just, yeah, just get up, keep trucking along and keep running (laughs) (laughs) keep just keep trying yeah 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 and that was really nice I appreciated that you you shared that because I think there is this like other this surprising part of the hamster world that to me when I started is like how 
hard people are on other like how quick people are to like comment on videos or or posts about like oh this is wrong you're doing everything wrong and if you did it this way it'd be and I I just you know what like I mean sure there's some things that are like objective like okay you know don't use a small wheel but like I feel like there's so much that you know we're all on our own journey and it takes time and and I think it's easy to start to like pull back from sharing things that are not going the way you think they should be because you're afraid that like the, the underbelly of the hamster community will be like everything you're doing is wrong yeah <laughs> yeah and I think like I feel like hopefully yeah that'll help kind of bring to light that we're all you know we're all on our own path that none of us are perfect you know and the people who we perceive as perfect it's only because you know they're putting out a curated stream of information you know yeah it's not real <laughs> yeah but yeah um, or you know you say how long did it take them to get there like mm-hmm. people in the hamster community like I talked to this before with the protesting hamster and mm-hmm. it's the same type of thing like you, how long did it take them to get there yes everybody looks up to Victoria Rachel in this mm-hmm. scenario but like she started at square one (laughs) when she was like and how long did it take her to get there yeah like it took her years years to get there so it's like you can't just think okay I have my hamster for two months I'm like I'm not doing enough and I'm a failure like no (laughs) it takes time you know and even yeah these people that we look up to or you know that post the perfect things and all that it's like how long did it take them to get there what are they also not sharing on social media you know so it's everybody posts their highlight reel on instagram like that's not news (laughs) but you have (laughs) to take a step back sometimes and look at the big picture and realize that nobody's perfect and we're all learning and growing like i always say on this podcast (laughs) people are probably so sick of me saying that but like it's so true I just you can't it's so true not say that and it not be true because it is like you're just constantly learning and growing in this journey and that's Mm -hmm. part of it yeah definitely and I feel like that's another reason I started making the YouTube videos because I felt so frustrated like it seemed like every video I watched it was like this amazing setup and like you know it's like but how did they get there like like, how do I start? <laughs> like, you know, I don't know how to build a hamster cage. Like, so which one should I buy? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I think that's, it's, I think the beginning, the beginning stuff is hard. And like, and even just, yeah, arranging the cage, like, like that can be, it's hard, like to get yeah. all the stuff in there and have like six inches at least of bedding and like all these things. It's, it's hard it takes a lot of like time to figure out and it's definitely not something that you figure out in like one go. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of trial and error, but, but yeah, I think, I feel like hopefully we're building a better, (laughs) a better, you know, more accepting community and, and yeah. And it's been so great. I like, (laughs) it's like the first thing I do in the morning. I'm like, what happened with all my hamsters today? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's one of the fun things too is like, going to bed and then waking up to like the next morning or whatever Mm -hmm. and that's one of my like favorite things after I clean the enclosure oh yeah (laughs) is finding out like where they decided to like start their burrow 
and like where yeah. they're making their nest. Yeah. Because <laughs> both Alinka and Petra like didn't have the same spot. Like Linka doesn't mm-hmm. have to pick the same spot. Like she kind of has her one side where I put more of the bedding at versus the side that has her wheel on, you know, for obvious mm-hmm. reasons because there's more bedding. So she's going to create sure. her nest there. But it's just interesting to see like kind of where she puts it and figures it out in that way. And like Petra would just kind of hop around like all the time on where she would burrow and make her nest. And so oh. it was just mm-hmm. kind of fun to wake up the next morning and be like, okay, like where did she <laughs> – where did she end up sleeping yeah (laughs) you know that's kind of part of the fun too it totally is yeah and I feel it's like both my hamsters and then I feel like all the Instagram hamsters out there too like I feel so connected to all of them whenever any of them are like sick or one of them like I cry when other people's hamsters die I'm like yeah I really get like very wrapped up in in the yeah, I don't know. It's it's like a funny – maybe it's because of COVID. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, but, think, um, I think that's yeah. just part of being a part of this community. Yeah. It's like you, sure. you feel that loss too. It's not totally. just, you know, for that person. It's it's for, for everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And because, yeah, you do feel this sense of connection because you've yeah. seen videos and – pictures and (laughs) yeah you know fun stuff from this hamster throughout its journey you know that the person has posted or whatever and you feel that connection to them so yeah that's yeah I don't think that's like just because of COVID I think it's just (laughs) it's just part of being a part of this community it's like people who Mm -hmm. watch movies and you know, the dog dies at the end and people cry. Like, it's because you feel this, you've been watching that puppy, like, grow up in the movie Mm -hmm. and then it dies. You know, it's It's the same thing, but just on a different scale and it's real life, too. It's not a fictional dog, you know, that they made die on a movie. Like, it's a real living creature. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And I think it's just, like, it illustrates that just even only knowing something or someone through like pictures I feel like there is such a like a sense of connection yeah particularly in I think in the like I've never I don't think I've ever felt that way about outside Instagram <laughs> like about you know like my normal Instagram account but but yeah mm-hmm. but the the hamster everybody's so kind of connected and sharing and and the 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 journey the hamster I'm forgetting the word but they they all they all went around the world (laughs) oh yeah the protesting hamster her um amazing race funniest thing ever yeah that was so fun to watch oh my gosh it was yeah and so many people like got you know I was just blown away by how many like participants and Mm -hmm. yeah really a cool cool connection <laughs> maybe next time she goes there. I was like I don't know if I have it in me to, <laughs> to build sets but maybe next time it's <laughs> yeah I have a lot of wheels to wash <laughs> I've got a lot of wheels to wash <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke but it is true I spend a lot of time like every night before I go to bed I'm like okay now I have to do my hamster chores <laughs> yeah it's a lot yeah, but I certainly do enjoy, enjoy it and it's like fun to see people connecting and yeah you really feel a part of it it's it's nice. I really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? I'm I'm going to have to do this episode in two parts. I've never done this before, but we 
I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Oh my gosh. we. I'm just thinking back of all the stuff we've talked about and yeah, like I feel like, yeah, we could just keep talking and talking and talking. I'm going to have to do this in two parts because I okay. can't cut out a lot of this stuff because it's really, really, really good information. Oh. So thank you so much. Thank this you. has been absolutely yeah. amazing. But yeah, is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, I don't think so. I think we talked about a lot of great things. You know, maybe next time I'll come with more organization. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it was nice to just sort of chat and, and chat with – honestly, I don't think I've ever chatted like – on vocally <laughs> with someone about hamsters so it's really uh it's really nice and thank you thank you for having me on it was really fun and I can't wait to keep listening it's been fun oh thank you I really do appreciate having you on and you know you sitting down and chatting with me and that's kind of what's fun about doing this type of episode is I don't mm-hmm. come with prepared questions for you I just kind of like look through your Instagram or have like maybe one or two things that we want to talk about and then just let the conversation Mm -hmm. flow. I personally love doing these versus like the set questions. Like I don't mind doing the set questions. I know some people like that structure, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. helps them feel better in that way because I know this can be nerve wracking for people, but I definitely do like the free flow style because it – allows me to be like, oh, wait, hold on. Let me ask you about this that you mentioned earlier. (laughs) So I really, really do appreciate all of the information that you shared. And I know it's going to help people out there in the community. And thank you so much. Yeah, I hope to um, look forward to listening and yeah, have fun with all your future recordings. Yeah, Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, (laughs) bye. Okay, well, thank you so, so, so much, Rachel, from Stephen and Sophia Hamster. If you have not already checked out her YouTube channel, go ahead and check that. I'll have the show notes linked down below. Thank you again for coming on and sharing all of your stories, your insights, your tips, all that. And I hope those of you listening got something out of the rest of this collaboration And with that being said, if you ever want to be featured on this podcast, if you want to, you know, share a story about your hamster, a tip or a boredom breaker, or just have a conversation, don't hesitate to send me a message on Instagram at Petra the Hamster. I love hearing from you guys. I love having you on this podcast and sharing the word on proper hamster care and just sharing everybody's stories and love for hamsters. So if you want to come on the podcast or share a write-in, go ahead and send me a message. And yeah. Okay, let's get into Holly's hamster tip of the week. This week is... When... Traveling with your hamster, for instance, on a short trip, maybe taking them to the vet or just transporting them, a good idea is to take a fresh cucumber slice and put it in their carrier along with some bedding and maybe some snacks. But the cucumber is really good for hydration for your hamster during that time period. So if you are traveling for a short period of time with your hamster in the car or just if you're cleaning out your hamster's enclosure, it is always good to have a cucumber slice for your hamster just for hydration. 
yeah so right in collaborations will be continuing next week and also i wanted to let you guys know is episode 50 is coming up that is a special episode it's going to be kind of a little bit different than my typical episodes it is a behind the mic feature where debbie from hamsters for humanity asked me some personal questions about myself and so you'll get to know a little bit more about me along with kind of what goes on behind the scenes and behind the mic for this podcast so yeah look forward to that episode and also I have the happy hamster corner merch available for sale so if you do want a happy hamster corner mug or water bottle go ahead and send me a message if you're interested in that also i release new episodes every single friday so always look forward to new episodes of the happy hamster corner you guys are awesome out there in the hamster community and i just i love hearing from you guys so If you enjoy this podcast, go ahead and like it, rate it, review, subscribe, share it with a friend in the hamster community, and let's keep spreading the word on proper hamster care and sharing all of those amazing hamster care tips, tricks, stories, and all that. So yeah, (laughs) I cannot believe we're done with another episode, but I will see you all next week for another episode of this podcast. And I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and a safe Halloween this year if you do celebrate that. But yeah, and have a great day. (laughs) And of course, as always. Have a happy one, guys. And <laughs> to talk more, I feel like you and I could probably talk all day. Oh my gosh, totally. <laughs>